Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Pulse of St. Louis. I'm Shirley Washington. Tonight, we take a closer look at the Jennings School District, which is offering students and parents new initiatives designed to help them continue to thrive in the classroom and enhance their educational experience. Joining me now, Dr. Joan Luby. She is a psychiatrist and director of the Early Emotional Development Program at Washington University School of Medicine. Gay and Frank Lorberbaum, they are co-founders of Building Futures. And Dr. Art McCoy, he's the superintendent of G the Jennings School District. Thank you all so much for being here, I appreciate it. Let's start by talking about some of the new initiatives that are in place, Dr. McCoy. And one of the first things I wanna talk about, um, is it the Nyhaus Jennings School District Partnership? Sure, Neatenhouse. So, Neatenhouse, yes, okay, I beg yes. your pardon. Uh, so Neatenhouse is a construction company and they are uh, building a, a new hospital with SSM uh, and they've approached Jennings School District to basically offer to hire about five of our students every six months. So Jennings School District has created a very revolutionary high school program that's at really secondary level, middle school and high school. It's career-based and college-based, so Career Prep Academy. And we have about 30 students or so who go through construction academy and engineering programming. So they have forklifting certifications, power twos, uh, OSHA 10, OSHA 15. And these young people are being hired at 18 years of age uh, getting paid $20 an hour to build the new hospitals and other locations across Missouri. And so Neaton House was one of our great partners who said, we want your children, we want your students. And we're so delighted to have that partnership. That is so awesome. Now, where are they getting that skill set to secure these opportunities? So we, we as a district uh, hired a journeyman, uh, Casey Hayes, and uh, before him there was another one named Dave, uh, who, who actually is straight from the profession and they, they work as teachers and they teach at the school, they work full-time as teachers, but they're journey, journeymen and journeywomen and they teach the exact skills that the Carpenter's Apprenticeship uh, offered through another program called Building Union Diversity. Uh, so I've worked with John Gall and others to make sure that we make this a high school opportunity to create a stronger pipeline and greater diversity into the construction industry. And these are permanent opportunities? These are permanent opportunities wow. where every one of the students who complete our program have had amazing job opportunities. Even while in high school, we have paid apprenticeships where they get like 10 and $15 an hour while in high school. And then after graduation, they're getting 20 up to $35 an hour because they're really getting industry recognized credentials while in high school and they come out ready to work. Uh, so we're so excited about the partnership of a corporation saying we want your children every six months we will hire uh, five to maybe even ten of the students. And uh, so we have our first group of, of five students from Jennings going to orientation tomorrow at Neaton House at awesome. one o'clock. They'll be touring the area uh, of Neaton House and they'll be learning what they have to do. And so 
It's, uh, as one carpenter told me, the best learning of this profession is on the job learning. And so that's why I'm so proud of our students for really getting on the job. Like in J January, these kids just finished their, their first semester of their senior year and they have enough credentials to graduate. They have those industry credentials that I mentioned and they are going to work for Needham House right now. That is awesome. Gay and Frank, you can relate to this because your organization, Building Futures, is similar to this, correct, Frank? Yes, it is. Tell me about it. <clears throat> well, we teach experiential hands-on uh, education for the children. The, uh, we're working with... Uh, it's okay, Gay, help them out. Tell me a little bit about the um, organization, how it got started. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Instead of memorizing for tests, <laughs> um, and instead of not acknowledging all the many kinds of learners there are, we said in Building Futures, we want to do a program, kindergarten through 12, uh, where young people are acknowledged for their vibrancy, not just a mathematician vibrancy, but it could be a writer or a musician. And then they are given projects where they can't complete them in the first cycle. They can come up quickly with an idea. And then they do a second cycle where they realize that they have to do a lot of research. And then they do another cycle and realize that they have to meet with kids who have other interests that can help them form even a bigger solution to the problem. What we added to, am I being clear? Yes, I, I'm with What you. we added to that view of learning is that you can actually realize a project by designing and building. Mm -hmm. And so for young people, even second grade and up, but ideally third grade, Frank's invented projects that if they do them, they'll learn to use hand and power tools. Yeah. And they'll accomplish, again working in cycles, a full-sized solution. Okay, so it could be so, so it's, okay. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, so we teach design <laughs> yeah. by drawing, freehand drawing, drawing with mechanical tools, T-square and triangle. We also teach uh, 3D, the 3D drawing on the, uh, on the computer, 3D modeling. And then we to build the projects, we uh, teach them how to use hand tools and power tools. Use mostly, uh, most of the projects we do are basically uh, uh, furniture scale projects out of wood. <clears throat> so we teach um, them how to use files, drills, saws, both electric and, and uh, hand, as well as, uh, as you know, as well as uh, the uh, the other tools necessary for for fabricating the products. I think that's awesome. Dr. Luby, give me a sense of what this does for students' self-esteem when they, A, can secure these awesome jobs that Dr. McCoy just shared about, and then to go through a program like Gay and Frank just expressed, <coughs> and they're learning all these skills that can help them be successful. Right. I mean, I think it just gives them an incredible sense of opportunity and the idea of sort of self-generated um, ideas and progress and and the idea that they can at so soon even during high school and right after high school have well-paying jobs 
that um, you know they don't have to flounder after they graduate to be seeking this. It's it, he's providing a pathway right into it, which is really amazing. And then and tell me a little bit more about the kinds of skills that these opportunities afford our students to learn. I mean, you're learning problem-solving skills, communication skills, teamwork. I mean, talk about that. Absolutely, and just and, and learning industry. I mean, learning how to, to be industrious, learning how to utilize your own skills, to be productive, to organize yourself, all of these things that are so important for success in adult life. And these are lifelong skills. Absolutely. Yeah. If I could chime in. So, so when I learned about the Building Futures organization uh, about a year ago, um, <laughs> I was overwhelmed and joyous because we had had the high school program with a journeyman from the Carpenters Union. But what I did not have for our career college prep academy was an elementary-based pathway that will help kids as young as second grade begin to develop team skills, problem solving, and build actual, actual items like fidget spinners uh, uh, and, and bird houses. And I mean, they literally come up with projects and they turn around and complete those projects within two weeks time. And so I have, in, so in Jennings, we have second graders through 12th graders learning the, the exact building, design, mm -hmm. and teamwork and communication skills, the hands-on, the actual equipment, which is like scientific, it's true STEM, and more. Wow, so, yeah. I want to hear more about this program when we come back. So stay with us. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to the Pulse of St. Louis. Tonight we're talking about incredible programs that are offered to parents and students in the Jennings School District, and they are really changing lives. And Gay, we were talking in the break about why these programs are so important and why children from every sector of our community deserves to have a quality education. Talk a little bit more about that. Me? Yes, you, Gay. You. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I think, I'm hoping with this study, we can prove that if every child, irrespective of race, where they're born, are given the same opportunities, even in the womb, uh, that every child is incredibly special. And right now, many children entering it at kindergarten level have half the vocabulary of kids living in other parts of the city. Well, that's not because they don't have a high IQ. It's because they didn't get all the nurturing intellectually, emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually that they needed. So this study that we're going to do um, is hopefully a way to prove to everyone that every child can be incredibly remarkable. Good point. Dr. Luby, give me some background. What is the study? So um, the study started um, after Gay Lorberbaum came to my office in the summer in 2018, and she told me about this Building Futures program that she and Frank had developed, which I really wasn't familiar with, but I was really impressed with, that they went out into the St. Louis community and they provided this incredible opportunity for underserved kids. And she said she really wanted to do something for very young children to develop their um, resilience and you know help with help with early nurturance because she was a firm believer in that. I've spent my career 
um, looking at early emotional development and how to prevent mental disorders. So um, she also then said, I know this guy named Art McCoy, who's the superintendent of Jennings Schools, because I've been trying to get some of our early interventions into St. Louis school districts for 20 years. And generally speaking, when you go to a school superintendent for a whole host of reasons, some of course very legitimate, they tend to be very resistant to having new programs or research projects in their schools. But in contrast to that, Art completely opened his arms to this idea that we would come into the Jennings schools and we would conduct an early intervention. So that's how the project got launched. But the project really aims to provide nurturance and solidify the caregiver-child relationship very early in life because we sort of we know from the developmental literature that a really strong emotionally nurturing environment between the child and caregiver provides the foundation to facilitate healthy growth and development. You know, just like in your garden with your plants, you, they need sunlight and they need water. Well, so do young children and they need it young because that's when they really sort of develop their foundations of how they feel about themselves and how they look at the world. So what we want to do is an intervention where we provide a um, sort of um, way of helping parents and children become closer, helping parents parent in a more nurturing way, and then test that against parents who will have an online parenting program and see what's different between those two groups. So give me an example of how you are going about accomplishing this goal. I mean, are you talking with parents and children at the same time, at different times, in the same room, different scenarios? Give me a sense of how that's happening. Yeah, that's a great question. So the reason why I think Gay landed in my office is because I had developed an early intervention called Parent-Child Interaction Emotion Development. And I had had just completed a federal grant where we treated um, about 220 kids in the St. Louis community between the ages of three and seven who had mood regulation problems. And what we did is we implemented a treatment where parents and children are seen together they're interacting together. There's a therapist that watches them behind a mirror and coaches the parent who's wearing a bug in their ear. So what's different about it is that instead of going to a therapist's office and talking about what happened last week or last month, you see a live interaction between a parent and a child, sometimes during difficult circumstances or conflict or difficult emotions, and the therapist can coach the parent on how to best understand and manage and support the child. And I think this is why this treatment is so effective. We tested it. It had very, very powerful effect sizes. It had effect sizes that were as strong as drugs that are used to lower cholesterol. Um, it also changed brain function of these children. So this is why we're so excited about early intervention because when you intervene early in a child's life when their brain is rapidly growing and developing, we think you can have more of an impact. And we're essentially gonna try a form of that treatment as a prevention in the Jennings School District. So we will see parents and children together. We will train therapists who will then work with those 
couples, and then the therapist will coach the parents as they're interacting. And then when does, and when does this start? This will start in the um, next school year, in fall of 2019. Okay, so Dr. McCord, just fill me in and give me a reason as to why you welcome mm -hmm. such a program in your district. It's a great question. Uh, so first, let me say, these two uh, ventures are totally separate of building futures in the construction from second grade through 12th grade, which is amazing in and of itself, psychologically and industrially speaking and career speaking. Uh, but then having this, this idea and this practice in the school for the first time was very attractive to me to be the first school in the state of Missouri to implement parent-child interactive therapy in the schools is what I want to do. We want to be the first, we want to be the best, and we want to be the only to do something as a school system. And this is one of the best interventions, as you heard by the effect size. It's one of the first in the state of Missouri, and right now we're, we'll be the only to, to, to start it, but we want to give this practice to other school districts. So we're an incubator, and we want to try this and perfect this within the system so that St. Louis public schools in the city and other St. Louis County schools can ultimately use it for students. Why is this so important? There's greater degrees, there are greater degrees of trauma that students come to school with and that parents come uh, as a result of just life situations. This child-parent interactive therapy teaches parents how to be more of a buffer adult to the realities of the world that we see every day uh, in various mediums, uh, be it on the line, online, TV, so forth, uh, political or otherwise. There's a lot of trauma and there's polarization in the world in general. People need additional tools to handle that trauma and to have a normative regulation of their life, just everyday life situations. I view this as an educational leader to be the new method of teaching and education. We want to equip our teachers to be buffer adults and buffer parents, our parents first, and that's the name that we've I've named it with their support, parents first, or families first, uh, emotional empowerment for good. So we want to empower our families, our parents, to be better parents and buffer adults and to deal with trauma. Then we will also develop and train therapists, four therapists within the school system. Those therapists and Joan Luby and others will train our teachers on how to use these interventions. We'll be starting with preschool age students, so our three-year-olds, four-year-olds, uh, and we'll have 100 families participating at that age range of preschool and kindergarten uh, around that age range. But we'll be going all the way up to set age seven, so second grade of course and the, the the tools will be expanded throughout the whole system where teachers of 10th graders and more and parents of 10th graders and more will be able to take have the curriculum have the skills receive some uh some empowerment in this area but we literally are embedding this in the system so that we can have a system-wide scalable solution to impact thousands and thousands of children uh, across the state of Missouri and maybe even the nation. All right, I want to talk a little bit more about this when we come back because I think it's important. So stay with us. We're back in a moment. Welcome back to the Pulse of St. Louis. Before we went to break, we were talking about the Child Parent Interactive Therapy Initiative that is currently in the works and in the Jennings School District. They are working on it right now. They're going to roll it out in August of this year, which is awesome. So Dr. McCoy, we were talking during the break about the importance of having a system like this in place because a lot of times when our children come to school, they are dealing and carrying with a lot of issues that they are dealing with at home that our teachers and administrators may not know about, That's but right. the children know, but they can't express themselves, so they act out. That's Talk right. a little bit about that because I think it's important. Sure, so Jenny School District is uh, one of the first and best trauma-informed school districts where we have a definition of trauma and we have practices in every school uh, where our students, teachers, parents, and, and partners understand to look at the why 
behind every student behavior and every staff behavior. We work on self-care of ourselves so that staff have uh, activities to have a good regulation of stress uh, decreasers, uh, be it fitness classes, be it walkathons, be it uh, uh, where we go out together to the Muni and so forth. But we do that for parents as well as students and, and administrators. But, but more importantly, we are transitioning now from being centers, uh, trauma-informed school districts to being centers of healing engagement. And that's, uh, in my mind, a very far-thinking notion that schools are a center where we get everyone in the community. We are equal and isomorphic to the community. A public school is only as strong as it's, as it's public. So we want to be a center for healing engagement where we recognize that there are issues that may cause for stress, for, for uh, ruptures, uh, anxiety, uh, trauma, even depression. And we want to give every equipment possible psychologically, educationally, and even physically with jobs and job skills to make sure that we are a center for healing internally and then also for reforming and transforming our external world to be better uh, from home to home, block to block, street to street, job to job. And so that's why we really are super excited and thankful to having about 100 corporate partners uh, to do this work. But, but most importantly, we've gotten like $600,000 of local funding to do this therapeutic uh, pilot and study to make sure that people are well and whole from as early as birth to seven. So like literally working on, on parents, parents as teachers, uh, and parenting programming at another level. Because we all have heard of parents as teachers and we've heard of preschool programs. But now we're talking about you know true interactive uh, curriculum and therapy to really regulate life's newest challenges that we all feel on our shoulders. We, we, we all experience things and we're like, this is something different. This is a new normal. So every new normal requires a new intervention that helps us to re regulate and have the power to deal with this new normal. And so that's, that's what we're doing. So are the students under a lot of stress? in your district? By all means, because we're high performers and to have a 100% graduation for three years in a row, 2016, 2017, 2018, it's, it's hard to achieve that once, but it's triply hard to achieve that again and again and again. And so the stress level and the hours that they spend, they spend eight or more hours in school, which is two hours more than, than the requirement of the state and then most public schools. And then they also, I mean, they stay for hours because it's a, it's a center for healing engagement. So they get fed dinner. They, uh, they do all sorts of community programs. They've raised $10,000 for Kenya, uh, as we've seen in other places, which equals, you know, 10, uh, 10 million Kenyan, Kenyan shillings because there's a one to 100 ratio of one American dollar to 100 Kenyan shillings. But, but the point is that students feel, they see what's going on in reality. They want a better reality. They want a better tomorrow. They want a better life. They want to achieve highly. They, they 100% college and career placement and work placement means they want to go to work. They want to be in college, and they're raising three to four million dollars of scholarship money every year by 12th graders. But it takes a strong, resilient mind and a, a lot of tools to be able to sustain that, to to equip yourself for that, and to have that occur when maybe your parents didn't even go to college or your parents desire you to, but have nothing to reference to say, let me make this happen for you. You know, the students are learning power skills. 
I don't even call it soft skills anymore. There's nothing soft about learning how to get a job, how to keep a job, and how to get a promotion. Showing up on time and showing up early is a standard soft skill for those who may have been in an environment where that's the norm. But if that's not the norm, that's a power skill. Knowing how to complain appropriately and still have the person not only dislike you but respect you is a skill that gives you power in the workplace. And so, so that's the reformed language that we use with our students. You're learning skills that give you power in the world and over your life. And so, uh, yeah, students have stress, but they're being equipped to deal with it in powerful ways. Dr. Luby, how do children deal with stress? How do they cope with stress? Well, so let me just um, start by saying, you know, I think the things that Dr. McCoy just said, I, I can only wish that school administrators were as visionary as he is. I think one of the issues is that in school systems, we've been focused on cognitive development and we've completely neglected the area of emotional development but emotional development and emotional intelligence are really the key skills for an adaptive and happy and thriving life so what this therapy is going to do is it's going to focus on emotional development it's going to help parents coach children to understand how they feel, to express how they feel, and to regulate their emotions. So that when children express sadness, instead of saying, get over it, or don't cry, we're gonna figure out why they feel sad, and we're gonna help them to manage that sadness. So it's a totally different approach to the expressions of emotions, which is, getting back to your question, how to most effectively cope with stress. And I think that's awesome to bring in the parents because a lot of times they don't have the tools to deal with the challenges that their children are facing. They exactly. want to. Every parent wants what's best for their exactly. child. They want to do well and do good by their children. But when they're not equipped with the tools to deal with some of these issues, that's they're right. at a loss. And so. sometimes these parents ha have not been parented <clears throat> themselves in a way that teaches them how to manage right. their own emotions. So that the other thing that we found in the study that we did is not only did the children get a whole lot better, the parents got a whole lot better, even though we weren't directly targeting the parents, because they learned the emotion skills too. So it, awesome. it becomes a virtuous cycle. Awesome. Got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to tell you about Hope House 2. Back in a moment. <laughs> Welcome back to the Pulse of St. Louis. We're talking about all of the great programs that are happening in the Jennings School District. And of course, Gay and her husband, Frank, are very much so a part of this and they are involved in this. Tell me a little bit more about Building Futures, Gay, and how you took this program to Wash U, as I understand it, correct? The Building Futures yeah. is not with Wash U. Okay. No. What is with Wash U we were talking about in the break? Um, last spring, mm -hmm. well, we started Building Futures seven years ago. Okay. So that young people preschool through high school mm -hmm. could realize um, that they're uniquely creative and bright. And one incredible way to realize that about yourself is ironically to take an idea and see it come to life from sketches, collages into full scale. There's, I, I think we're going to find someday about the brain, mm -hmm. that there is something gets triggered in all of us when we get highly kinesthetic, combined with being, mm, having ideas and then being able to realize them. And so we started building futures so that young people could have that range of opportunity. It's a non-for-profit. 
um, we're especially dedicated to kids who are from young, from families that are not with a lot of resources, right? Um, and it's hard because not everyone wants to contribute to help families who don't have a lot of resources. Um, and it's not the kind of education that a lot of the kids are getting. Uh, there's a lot of memorization going on. I see it in college kids, high school, across the board. Um, and the pressure to test well and the consequences if you don't. So when you can take an idea and work many cycles and add many variables and slowly see the the idea become real and formed, I think we'll find about the brain that something happens in the brain that makes you feel incredibly empowered. You know about that. Tell folks that are watching about your background. That's right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yes, come no, on, but I wanted to go. No, I, I know, I know where I you wanted to go. go how <laughs> went I went from there to this project. Yeah, I know, but, that's great. Now, now I that. want you to tell our viewers about your background. Well, Frank and I are both architects. That's right. what I want you and to talk about. And Frank, probably if he did another life, he could be, he should be, a, he should have been a doctor because mm -hmm. he likes to take an idea and, and materialize it. Mm -hmm. um, I also um, got to meet some incredible people uh, not in Finland. Like, anyway. <laughs> You're I, so modest, Gay. Yeah, I tell but, you. But, but I also got to train for eight years with the head of the Psychoanalytic Foundation here. Mm -hmm. and, and anyway, but the point is that um, I don't really want to talk about myself. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Frank, but tell me the mission of Building Futures. I mean, what is the mission? Well, our mission is to supplement the education that uh, the young people are receiving, in the, in, especially in the inner city. Uh, we don't feel like they're getting out of school with the skills needed to, to excel as a parent, as a spouse, as a member of the community. So that, that's our real mission, is to, is to help educate. And the thing that we're not talking, we sh the one important thing is what we're doing with these kids is fun. When they come into class, they make something that they can take home a fidget spinner or a spice rack. They love it. And no matter whether they're going to be a doctor or an architect or a carpenter, it's something that they enjoy. And it's a, it's a skill that's, or skills, they're, they're introduced to whether they do it as a vocation or not later on in life. It's just they're introduced to what it's like yeah. to make something and do something with their hands. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Dr. McCoy, you have a laundry facility in the Jennings <laughs> School District. You have a food pantry. You have yes. a health clinic. That's right. And you also have Hope House. That's right. And now One you have two. Hope House 2? That's correct. That's correct. Definitely. So, so yeah, we just opened our second hope homeless shelter. And so I love to say it in this kind of soundbite uh, that while colleges have frat houses, Jennings have Hope Houses. We have two Hope Houses, Houses of Hope, where students can come, live, uh, and be cared for, receive food, uh, nourishment, enrichment activities uh, from, from the Sheldon and the Muni all the way to being a part of Building Futures and more. Uh, and so with these children are children that want to survive and want to thrive at all that they do. However, they are in transition of living places. One child had uh, 14 siblings and ultimately was sleeping on the floor and one 
wanted to have his sibling be in a, in a better situation than him and said, I'm willing to leave my house so that you can have more space. I mean, you're, you really have situations like that. Another young man uh, had a parent who said, uh, you know, my mom uh, just doesn't want me anymore. And, uh, and, and there were, of course, you know, teenage years and a lot of trauma and stress within the home situation. The parent needed to get some things together. And we said, Today, you will be in the Hope House and have a home that I call the Taj Mahal uh, because we, we put a lot mm. of resources and support into it, uh, like $300,000 into these, these two homes now to make them be the best. I mean, only something that I would want to sleep in is what I will have for my children to sleep in. And yep. so that's what we make sure that we do. Uh, and the community has embraced it. So many partners. I mean, our students got like 10 Christmas gifts each for each homeless child. I was so thankful to the community for making that happen. It wouldn't have been possible otherwise. But I want to also segue to say uh, from the last statement that was made about how schools uh, focus on testing and so forth, superintendents and teachers would love to not focus on it. <laughs> However, they want to be successful districts. But uh, So that's why in our system, we supplement and do both to, to allow for the fun through learning and engagement, as well as making sure you meet those metrics of good test scores by partnering with great agencies like Building Futures and others to do it uh, at little to no added cost or with partnership support. You know, uh, Gay is humble but at the same time, being an architect and being having a psychological training makes for this type of thing to be a normal situation. And to be a female, which is like a, a I don't just call it a double minority, but like a triple minority in the fields of engineering <laughs> and, and science and architecture, it's important for females to see female bosses uh, in engineering, in anchoring, in psycholo psychology or psychiatry and beyond. And so that's what partnering with our strong community partners does. It lets our children see what they can be and so uh, we are becoming the centers for healing engagement through uh, having not even just two Hope Houses, but having two uh, school-based clinics with the only school district in the state of Missouri that has two. One is the Washington University Spot Clinic, and the second one is the KRSTL Clinic at the elementary level, servicing kids K through 12, pre-K through 12, whether they're in a parochial private school or in our public school or not, families come because they can be made whole and healed there. And so and I, I have to- I think that's awesome, the programs yeah. that you're offering, and I also think it's great that women are making their mark in for every profession Everywhere. that is available right now. Close to us. All right, That's take right. a break. Back in a moment. <laughs> Definitely. Welcome back to the Pulse. Time now for final thoughts. Before we leave, though, I want to get with um, Dr. Luby to tell us a little bit more about this study and what made WashU sign on to it. Right. So one of the things, whenever you do a study, usually you go through a laborious process where you have to apply to the federal government or a, or a funding agency. It takes a really long time, and sometimes when you're doing something very innovative, it's very difficult. So we didn't want to apply for federal funding to do this because we knew it would take too long. So what we did first is we went to the administration at Washington University, the provost Holden Thorpe, and then to the chancellor, and um, both of them signed on to provide funding for this study, which we were delighted and amazed by, and I think just shows the increasing interest that WashU has in in facilitating the St. Louis community. We also then went to St. Louis Children's Hospital who provided funding for this project as well. So we ended up collecting private funding on the order of what a federal grant would give to be able to launch this project quickly and without having to jump through all of the administrative hurdles. Awesome, Dr. McCoy, this is great news for your students and parents. It is, I mean, we truly know that our students can do anything they put their mind to and that our families are worthy and they're awesome. And so 
we, we as a district empower, we enlighten, and we engage ourselves and the community to see what we can be. And so I believe every school district in, in the state of Missouri and beyond in the next five to 10 years will be making this a normal practice for excellence at this high degree by making things like this happen. So it's a pleasure to have such great partners and to be able to provide this for our community. Awesome, Dr. McCoy, Frank, Gay, Dr. Luby, thank you all so much for being thank here. You. And thank you for joining us for the Pulse of St. Louis. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, download the Pulse of St. Louis podcast in the iTunes or Google Play stores. And remember for News 24-7, download the News 11 app. And for news during the week, be sure to watch News 11 at noon, four and seven. I will see you next time. You guys Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.